Welcome, friends. This is the Underground Writing Podcast for the week of May 21st, 2018. I'm Matt Mallion, Director of Underground Writing. And I'm Alvin Shim, one of the producers for the Underground Writing Podcast. On our bi-weekly podcast, we read a piece of writing or two by an underground writing student and briefly update listeners about what's happening in the program as a whole. Because we're a creative writing program serving at-risk populations, we do not mention students by name. We hope you enjoy this edition of the podcast. So this is a piece called At the Beginning, or an alternative title, is The Best Drug. At the beginning, someone convinces you to try it, and you like it. You think about it all the time. You crave it. You want it more than anything. You spend all your money on it, and it becomes a bigger and bigger part of your life. You can't live without it. Suddenly, it's pulled away from you. You can't have it anymore. You go through painful withdrawals. You curse yourself for picking it up in the first place, but you still want it back. After a while, you say to yourself, I'm glad I'm off. I'm never going back. But most everyone relapses. The cycle starts over. Love. Everyone is fighting to get a little. So that comes from a student um, who was at our second workshop we ever held, which was, that would have been July 15th, uh, 2015. We are still in touch with that student. And in fact, about a week and a half ago, I drove quite a ways from here to a place of incarceration and got to see this student graduate. Uh, from high school. So really great. Uh, The student's doing really well, graduated with almost a 3.5 and extra credits and is continuing on with uh, education. It's exciting that we have those follow-ups with students. And as you can see, the students that we're dealing with, uh, a lot of powerful writing comes out of underground writing. That's a good example of the type of stuff that we see in our workshops uh, consistently. That's a good example of writing from underground writing. I always think there's always two categories. One is like, this is not a child, even though this kid is like 13, 14, 16 years old. This person has lived a life. Or my thought is a person should not, of any age, should not have to have experienced any of these things. This much life, this much oppression and suffering. Um, so I can't imagine what it's like for you and for the teachers knowing this, this writer for so long. Yeah, I think I think it's a we and we don't always get to see that transformation in the sense that a lot of our workshops are one off. Depending on the site, we may never see a student more than once. And I think what you said about a lot of life having been lived at a young age is true. And we see that we work with adults, too. Uh, the majority of our students right now are youth, um, but we're hoping to open our fifth site at the Community Justice Center, which is the new jail in our area. It is something I think about a lot because Again, the majority of our students right now are youth, and it is amazing and often discouraging um, how much they have been exposed to, but encouraging in the sense that they're able to open up and share it, because when they can do that, then they can start um, they can start dealing with it, start progressing forward. So without going into detail about this writer uh, that you recently saw graduate, what's the next step for him or her? Um, yeah, this student will continue on at, uh, the, at the site where they are. Um, I think there's a release date coming sometime this year, as far as we know. There's an, been an interest expressed in further education, which is great. I hope there's college on the horizon. 
and I hope to keep in touch as much as possible. We also, as teachers and myself, realize there's only so much we can do. We can make that available. I hope further education for this student in particular, because this student is bright and has a really, really good mind, and I, and I want to see that used for positive effects and in the student's life, and, and hopefully that the student can then turn around and impact others. Here's an underground writing update. If you were looking for underground writing director Matt Malian and producer Avin Jim in April for like four or five days, you couldn't find us because we were gone in New York. With our, our Migrant Leaders Club site, and uh, this is a longer story, but had a very interesting kind of encounter with a Pulitzer Prize winning playwright who contacted underground writing talking about a project she had started with using in, uh, writings and art from incarceration got to talking. I, I showed her the manuscript that we were working on for the book. She wrote the forward to the book that is still forthcoming later this year. And then she invited the Migrant Leaders Club, uh, who, who she encountered through their writings in the book, to come out and see her new play, which deals with immigration. And we went out with a big group, 15 students, wonderful experience, five, five and a half days in New York, stayed in Brooklyn, did, did all the tourist things, as well as going to Kiara's play. A play called Miss You Like Hell. Very fantastic. So today's featured writing is from What No One Ever Tells You, Underground Writing's first anthology of student writing. The book is scheduled for release in late summer, early fall 2018, and can be pre-ordered on our website. This is the very first weekly update podcast for Underground Reading. We'll have another episode ready for you in a couple of weeks. Let us know what you thought of this one. Email us at info at undergroundwriting.org. Connect with us via our website, undergroundwriting.org. Spread the word about our work by mentioning us on Facebook or Twitter. The Underground Writing Podcast is recorded and produced by Alvin Shim. I'm Alvin Shim. And I'm Matt Malian. Thanks for listening.